Good morning. Sometimes I want a pulpit. Dažreiz man nepieciešama tā kancele. Something big. Kaut ko lielu, lai visu sakrāmētu. This morning we're going to look at Luke 19. Šorīt mēs aplūkosim Lūkas 19. nodaļas. Verses 11 through 27. Before we do that, can we pray for you? Please. please. <laughs> I think the first thing that we need to do is we need to have an understanding of the importance of this book. Pirmais, kas mums ir jāņem vērā, ir mums jāsaprot šīs grāmatas nozīmīgums. This is a big book. You can see it from where you're sitting, right? Šī ir tāda milzīga grāmata tieši, kas man ir, jūs varat noteikti viņu redzēt no turienes, kur sēžat. It's big because it has a lot to say about God. Tā ir liela, jo tajā ir diezgan daudz, kas pateica par Dievu. And we need to understand what this book says about God. Un mums ir jāsaprot, ko šī grāmata mēģina mums pateikt par Dievu. Because to understand this word, this Bible, jo, lai saprast šo te vārdu, šo te bībeli, we understand God. Tad, kad mēs saprotam to vārdu, mēs saprotam Dievu. The danger of reading today's text, bīstamība par to, ka, par to šīs dienas rakstu vietu, is that we don't understand all the other texts around it. Ir tāda, ka mēs nesaprotam tos tekstus, kas ir pirms un pēc tās. So in English we have a phrase which is really important. Context is king. Un angliski ir tās teicens, kas ir ļoti svarīgs, saucās konteksts ir karals, jeb konteksts ir noteicošais. So when when we read these verses, keep in mind there's a bigger picture. Un tad kad mēs lasam šos te pandus, paturiet prātā, ka tur tā, tas ir daļa no lielākas bildes. I almost had the feeling that Carlis was playing a joke on me. <laughs> man uh, vienbrīd pat likās, ka Kārlis mēģin izspēlēt joku ar mani. Mācīties Kārlis. Because this passage is one of the most difficult passages to discuss. Tāpēc, ka šī raksta vieta konkrētā ir viena no visgrūtāk apspriežamajām raksta vietām visā Bībelē. And uh, I'm speaking English. Un es runāju angļu valodā. My friend is half deaf. Mans draugs ir puskurls. Uh, many people are in the Laukos. Sorry? And many people are in the country. But let's jump in. 
you want to read it in Latvian? Uh, it's Lāciešu Viņu neieredzēja un sūtīja nopakaļ sūtņu slikdam sacīt, mēs negribam, ka viņš valdītu pār mums. Kļūs par ķēniņu, viņš atgriezās un lika sasaukt kalpus, kuriem bija iedevis nauju, lai uzzinātu, ko tie bija nopelnījuši. Pirmais kalpus ieradās teikdams, kungs, tavs naudas gabals nopelnīs desmitkārt. Tam viņš sacīja, lieliski krietnais kalpus, tu esi bijis uztikams mazās lietās, tad valdi pār desmit pilsētām. Tad nāca otrais sacīdams, tavs naudas gabals kungs nopelnīs pieckārt, un tam viņš sacīja, valdi tu pār piecām pilsētām. Tad nāca vēl cits kalps sacīdams, kungs redzi tavs naudas gabals, ko turēju noglabāt sviedrautā. Es baidījos no tevis, jo tu esi barks vīrs, tu ņem, ko neesi nolicis, un pļauj, ko neesi sējis. Tam viņš sacīja, pēc taviem paša vārdiem es tevi tiesāšu nelietīgais kalps, Tu zināji, ka es esmu barks cilvēks, un ka es ņemu, ko es neesmu nolicis, un pļauju, ko neesmu sējis. Kādēļ tad tu nedevi manu naudu augļotājam, pārnācis es to atgūtu ar peļņu? Un tiem klātesošiem viņš sacīja, atņemiet viņam šo naudas gabalu un nadodiet tam, kam ir desmit. Un tie sacīja viņam, kungs, viņam jau ir desmit. Es jums saku, ik vienam, kam ir, tiks dots, bet tam, kam nav, tiks atņemts arī tas, kas tam ir. Bet manus ienaidnieks, kur negribēja, ka es valdītu pār tiem, atvediet šurp un nokaujiet manā priekšā. So that's how the parable ends. The parable ends in that, in that way. Un šī līdzība tieši tā arī beidzas. And the very next verse after that parable un nākamais pāns pēc šīs līdzības talks about Jesus leaving just going on from there. So we get the impression that as he was sitting in Zacchaeus's house with these people. Un tad rodās tāds iespaids, ka tad kad viņš sēdēja ar šiem cilvēkiem caķei mājā, after he said this last verse about these wicked people being slaughtered before his eyes. Pēc tam, kad viņš pateica šos te pēdējos vārdus par to, ka šie te nelietīgie kalpi tiks nogalināti kunga priekšā. We get the impression they sat in stunned silence. Varētu rasties tāds priekšsēts, ka viņi bija tādā apstulbināti no tā, ko tikko bija dzirdējuši. We know from last week when Artis shared about um Luke 18 the last part about Jesus healing the blind beggar and in 19 Jesus and Zacchaeus Yeah mēs zinām no pagājušajas nedēļas nedēļas arī Artis sludināja no 18. un 19. nedēļas gan par to kā Jēzus dziedina šo te aklo ubagu un arī par caķeju 
we know that sometimes Jesus did things that people didn't understand, even his own disciples. Mēs zinām, ka bieži vien Jēzus darī lietas, ko pārējie nesaprot, pat viņi mācekļi to nesaprot. That's why I said before we need to understand a lot of the Bible to understand what Jesus is trying to tell us here. Un tāpēc es arī teicu, ka mums jāsaprot lielākā tā Bibeles bilde, lai saprast, ko Jēzus šeit saka. Another way of saying this is we need to understand Jesus's heart. Vēl viens veids, kā to pateikt, ir tas, ka mums jāsaprot tā Jēzus sirds. We need to understand his character. And we need to understand our own. A, a wise man once said, to, to get diamonds, you have to dig. Diamonds are not on the surface of the ground in the leaves. So in order to understand today's message we have to understand some pretty deep things un, about scripture. Un tāpēc lai saprast šīs dienas rakstvietu mums ir jāsprot tādas diezgan uh, dziļas um, lietas par rakstiem kopumā. One main thing that we have to understand is who are the type of people that God chooses. Uh, Viena no lietām, kas mums ir jāsprot ir kas ir tie because God chooses a different type of people to do his work, doesn't he? Oftentimes in the Bible, God does things totally differently than we would do them. I mean, just look in chapter 18. And the beginning of 19. God answers the widow who was first ignored by the judge. When the two men went to the temple, the Pharisee and the tax collector, God did not regard the Pharisee, but he did pay attention to the tax collector. You remember when the disciples rebuked the parents because their children the parents' children were going to Jesus? Atstumtos bērnus, kas un, un aizrātiem viņu vecākiem, tiem bērniem, kas mēģināja tikt pie Jēzus. Jesus received the children. Jēzus dar pretēju, viņš saka, laidiet bērniņus pie manis. How about the, the blind man who was healed, even though he was rebuked by everyone else? Un šis te aklais vīrs, kurš tika ciedināts, kaut arī visi pārējai viņu tā kā noraidīja. And then we have Zacchaeus, who was a notoriously short man who had to climb a tree just to see Jesus. Yeah, Latvians are some of the tallest people in the world. It's one thing to listen to me speak to you now. 
But what if I was this tall? It would be kind of strange. God chooses these people. God chooses the weak, not the strong. God always seems to choose the underdog not the famous. Ja, Dievs parasti um, izvēlās tādus, nu, kā mēs teikt, neveiksmenieks, jeb ne pirmās izvēles cilvēks, nevis uzvarētājs. Yeah. What is an underdog? Kas ir šis te neveiksmenieks? In a dog fight there are two dogs. Uh, un angliski ir tas, nu, tā kā zaudējošais suns, teiksim, un tad ir tā underdog. divi suņi. Suņi cīnās, un tad viens no šiem suņiem ir apakšā. Do you remember the story about the Canaanite woman who approached Jesus because her daughter was dying? Her daughter had a demon. Now I've seen someone who has been possessed by demon. It's very scary. This woman approached Jesus. And he said, she said, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. Jesus didn't even answer her. And even his disciples came to Jesus and, and begged him and said, get rid of this woman. Jesus answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him saying, Lord, help me. Bet viņa nāca pie viņa, nometās, ceļos viņu priekšā un teica, kungs, palīdz man. Clearly, this woman was in need. Šai sievietē bija kaut kāda ļoti liela vajadzība. And this is what Jesus said. Un Jēzus viņai atbildi šādi. It's not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Nav pareizi atņemt barību pērniem un izmest to suņiem. He basically called this woman a dog. But listen to the woman's response. Yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O oh, woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. Now, we have to understand Jesus' heart. And I'm getting to why I'm talking about this particular passage outside of Luke in just one moment. Uh, un mums ir jāsaprot šī te Jēzus sirds, un es tūlīt ķeršos pie tā, uh, 
lai izskaidrotu, kāpēc es runāju par šo rakstu vietu, kas nav Lūkas evaņģēlē. Mums jāsaprot šīs tas sievietas sirds arī. Because everything we're going to talk about in Luke 19 is about the heart. Tāpēc, ka viss, par ko mēs runāsim, šīs te Lūkas dejumstās nodaļas, ir par sirdi. By the way, the woman's daughter was healed instantly. Starp citu, šīs te sievietas meita tika tajā acu mirklī dziedināta. See, that's why we're talking about other scriptures, so that we can understand this very severe scripture. Un redzēt, tāpēc mēs arī runājam par šīm citām rakstu vietām, lai saprastu šo te diezgan, nu, tādu smago rakstu vietu. Do you remember the woman who reached out and touched Jesus's cloth, his robe? Atceraties to sievieti, kas izstiep savu roku, lai pieskartos pie Jēzus tās apģērba malas. This is in Matthew 9. Tas ir Matei 9. nodaļas stāsts. Where a woman had been bleeding for 12 years. Kurs šī tas sieva, kurai bija asiņošana 12 gadus no vietas. No one could help her. Neviens viņai nespēja palīdzēt. But she said to herself. Bet viņa pats sev teica. If I only touch his garment, I will be made well. Ja es tikai pieskartos viņa apģērba, this woman believed, despite no one being being able to help her, that if she just reached out and did that, she'd be healed. Pretēj tam, ka neviens cilvēks viņai nespēja palīdzēt, neviens ārs viņai nevarēja palīdzēt, viņa ticēja, ka ja tikai viņa pieskartos pie Jēzus drēbju vīles, viņa tiks cietināta. And Jesus turned to her. And said, "Take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you well." Another woman. Remember the woman that went to Jesus when Jesus was eating at the house of the Pharisee. Atcerties šo tas sievieti, kas nāca pie Jēzus, tad, kad viņš viesojās kādu farizēju mājā. She brought a jar of expensive ointment. Viņa atnes šo te trauku ar dārgu eļļu. She anointed him with that oil like a king. Viņa svaidīja viņu ar šo te eļļu kā tādu ķēniņu. She kneeled at his feet and with her tears she cleaned his dirty feet. Viņa noliecās uz ceļiem un ar savām asarām she dried his feet with her own hair. What did Jesus say to her? Your sins are forgiven. Who is this that he could forgive sins? We need to remember these women in society. In a society that treated women very badly. Because these women are the type of women that we should become. They are the type of believers that we should become. 
par kādām par kādiem mums ir jākļūst. Here's a key point. Un šeit ir viens tāds atslēgs moments. Jesus looks at our hearts. He doesn't just listen to what we say. Jēzus uzlūko mūsu sirdis. Viņš neklaus, viņš ne tikai klausās to, ko mēs sakam. But the Lord said to Samuel, Bet tas kungs teica Samuelam, Do not look on his appearance, neuzlūko viņa ārieni, or on the height of his stature, net uz viņa garumu, Remember Zacchaeus? Because I've rejected him. Sorry? Because I have rejected him. God is talking to Samuel about Saul. Okay, Saul was a big, tall guy. Real powerful. But the Lord said to Samuel, don't look on his appearance, on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. God warns us about only being circumcised in the flesh. But not in our hearts. Jesus spends a whole chapter in Matthew 23 attacking the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. Do you, do you remember the verse that says, these people worship me with their mouths? But their hearts are far from me. I want to suggest to you that Luke 19 is about the problem of false professions. As in professing to be something. Oh, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, and not really yeah. being it. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, it's. Gribium state that Dames and Noda Runa Partsuvakim, because Patiasiba Tikai Isliakas Asam Parkoko and Patiasiba Tadino. So let's look at Luke 19, 11 to 27. Un tāpēc arī aplūkosim šo te rakstu vietu, kurā mēs šodien esam. Lūkas 19 no 11 līdz 27. pantam. Ok, so who is Jesus talking to in Luke 19? Who is the they in Jesus? Kas ir šie viņi, ar ko Jēzus runā 19. nodaļā? Remember, he is in Zacchaeus' house. He is talking to 
some Pharisees, presumably. He's talking to his own disciples. So there's a mixed company. Like today, right now in my vieta. There are people here who are Christians. There are people who are here who are not Christians. This is something else that God is talking about in Luke 19. He's talking about the difference between visible, the visible church and the invisible church. Because not everybody who comes to church is a believer. So Jesus was addressing both unbelievers and believers. In the context in history also, the Jews at that time thought the Messiah would be a military commander. To free them from Rome. They didn't know anything about a suffering servant. Uh, if we look just um, in uh, chapter 18:34, it says, but they understood none of these things. What he was saying was hidden from them and they did not understand what he said. Pray to God that that is not you this morning. That God would give understanding to every soul here. Luke 19 is also not just about numbers and money and success. We're tempted to look at the Mount of Minas. Oh, this guy made ten more, this guy made five more. Maybe the guy who had ten was a real serious Christian, and maybe the guy who had five was an okay we're not talking about that. What we're talking about is the heart. Ten servants receive ten minas. To invest for the nobleman. And this nobleman went away. He said, I'm coming back, and when I come back, I want to return on my investment. Here's the crucial verse. 
Band Schiss. But the citizens hated the noblemen. And they sent a delegation after him saying, we don't want this man to reign over us. They were very plain about their dislike for the nobleman. Well, the nobleman came back like he said he would. And the first man, who's called a good and faithful servant, made ten more minas. The second man made five more. He also was called good and faithful. And they were accordingly rewarded. But at this point we stop. We don't get to four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys. Mēs nerunājam par ceturto, piekto, sesto, septīto vīru. Because this guy is so astounding, we have to pause and consider him. Tāpēc, ka šis vīrs ir tik ievērojams, ka mums ir jāiepauzē un jāaploko viņš īpaši. This man came to the nobleman. Un šis vīrs nāca priekšā un teica. He said, Lord, here's your mīna. Viņš saka, kungs, vai kur ir tavu naudu? I hid it. In a handkerchief. Why? Because I was afraid of you. Be, because you are a severe man. This is really important. The nobleman replied, I will condemn you with your own words, you wicked servant. The nobleman questioned the man, why didn't you put my money in the bank and at my coming I might have collected an interest. And here comes one of those things we don't really understand. The nobleman took that mina and gave it to the one who had ten. And we know it was confusing because the people there said, Lord, he has already ten. He explains it, but for our purposes here, this is what he says in the last verse. But as for these enemies of mine, who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here, and slaughter them before my eyes.
the whole point of this passage revolves around, like I said, the hearts of these servants and the heart of the nobleman. Kā jau es teicu, visa šīta rakstu vieta uh, riņķo ap šīta kunga sirdi un šīta kalpu sirdī. This one servant was afraid of the nobleman. Šis te viens no šiem te kalpiem bija nobijies no tā kunga. He called him Lord, just like the other two. Viņš sauca viņu par savu kungu tieši tāpat kā tie divi pārējie. But to this man, the nobleman's lordship was terrifying. Bet šim te vīram, šī te kunga virskundzība par viņu valdīšanu, par viņu bija biedējoša. And altogether wrong. Un kopumā nepareizu. By now you must know that the parable is referring to Jesus as the nobleman. Tagad ap šo laiku jums vajadzētu jau saprast, ka šī te rakstu vieta, šī te līdzība runā par Jēzu kā šo te kungu. You know that Jesus has said, I will return. Jūs esat, jūs zinat, ka Jēzus ir teicis, es atgriezīšos. You, each one of you, katrs no jums, have been given something by God. He will ask each one of us what we have done with it. But he will not just look at our minas. Remember, he didn't say to the man who got ten, hey, you got ten, man, you're awesome pump him up he didn't talk about how great 10 was as a number redzēt tam vīram kam bija kas bija nopelnījis vēl 10 viņš neteic o brīnišķīgi 10 minus tu es nopelnījis viņš ne to viņu ne par to viņu uzslavēja he called him faithful viņš sauca viņu par uzticamu so when this man called the nobleman called jesus lord un kad šis te kungs nosauca they all called him Lord, yeah. But what I'm saying is, the nobleman. Right, Jesus is the nobleman. That's a parable. I know. Right. Okay. Sorry. We're a good team. The point I'm trying to make is that I want you to look in your hearts. If you call Jesus Lord, is it from faith or is it from fear is it from love or loathing Jesus doesn't care about what you do for him he wants you to love what he has done for you. Lord, what do we have to do to be saved? Believe in the one whom he has sent. That's your job as a Christian. Tas ir tavs uzdevums kā kristietim. To obey the great commandment. Paklausīt lielajai pavēlei. 
Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind and strength. Mīli savu kungu ar visu savu spēku, prātu un vēselu. If anything, this parable is about is about reactions. When you meet with the nobleman, when you meet with Jesus, are you bored? You'll be slaughtered. Do you call him Lord from fear? Do you hate him? You just don't care? That's the warning of Luke 19. It's very serious. So we need to ask ourselves what we call diagnostic questions. I need to ask myself these questions. Lord, do I have faith like the Canaanite woman who ate crumbs? Kungs, vai man ir tāda ticība kā šai kānāniešu sievietei, kas ēda drupačas? Or do I have faith like this wicked servant? Vai arī man ir ticība kā šis te nepaklausīgais kalps? Do I have my own ideas about Jesus and his mission? Do I really love Jesus? Or, or do I resent his authority like the citizens? Do I really Love Jesus? Or do I just give him lip service? Do I really obey Jesus out of humbled gratitude? Because what he did for me on the cross? Or do I obey Jesus to pay him back? Or try to earn his favor? Is my life characterized by holiness and joy? Or do I look like the world and am miserable? I'll say that when I, when I meet with Latvian friends, the phrase from the Bible that I hear a lot come up is counting the cost. My dad 
struggled with this. My dad never would come to Christ because he could never understand it. He was paralyzed when it came to Christ. And he would never go forward in faith. Notice that the wicked man was also paralyzed. He heard from the nobleman. He heard the same thing everyone else heard. He didn't do anything with it. Guys, when we read um, Romans 10, 9, we read that salvation comes from not just confessing that Jesus is Lord, but believing in our hearts that God raised him from the dead. So that confession matches a heart's faith. Yeah, faith from the heart. We need the type of radical faith that these godly women had. We need it to live. We need the type of obedient faith that the first two men had. What does that mean for us? Here? It means that Thomas was gifted by God. In a way that I'm not gifted. I don't look at Thomas and want to be Thomas. Of course. Maybe Thomas was given ten. Uh, maybe Thomas was given um, five talents. And I was only given two. God doesn't say, Chris, how come you don't have the same amount of talents that Thomas does? No, he says, with what I can do. He says, good job. In high school, I was a runner. Um, I really love to run. Man ļoti patika skriet. There was a, a friend of mine, Man draugs. and he was 
unimaginably talented. His natural ability his, or his God-given ability was great. But he was lazy. He did not want to work. He just wanted to take God's gift of that ability and just kind of run the race like this. There was another guy he didn't have half the amount of talent. But he worked twice as hard. And I'll never forget I was watching with my coach the man with a great amount of talent run. And we both were just watching him float down the track. And I turned to him and I said, that is beautiful, isn't it? And he turned to me and said this. Chris, it's substance, not form. It's what's on the inside. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, it is difficult to hear these words from your son. Thank you, God, that these aren't the only words that you've given us of your Son. You've also said, if we confess our sins, you are, you are faithful to us. You will forgive us our sins. And you will cleanse our hearts from all unrighteousness. Your faithful servants loved you. They called you Lord because they knew you were loving. They knew they could trust you. They obeyed from the heart. They did the best they could with what you'd given them. And you were happy with what they did. Not because their work for, for you, 
ko viņi darīja tavā labā. But because of their hearts that wanted to do for you. Bet tāpēc, ka viņu sirds bija tādā stāvoklī, ka viņi gribēja šīs te lietas darīt. Jesus, I declare you are the king of kings. Es pasludinu, es atzīstu, ka tu esi kungu kungs. You are the nobleman. Tu esi šis te kungs. You are coming back soon. Un tu atgriezīsies drīz. You will receive your kingdom. Tu saņems savu valstību. Through your Holy Spirit. Caur tavu svēto garu. Raise up faithful servants out of my vieta. Aicini uzticamus kalpus šeit māja vietā. I beg. Es lūdzu tevi. Like the woman under the table. Kā šī te kānāniešu sieva. Happily eating the crumbs. Kas priecīgi ēda drupačas. In Jesus' name. Yes, Father. Amen. Amen.